0: As customers, we don't share information for it not to be heard. What happens when a business chooses not to listen? Stay tuned for a tale of green pepper hatred, missing quality checks, and a bad tourist first impression. This is the customer experience storytime tale of two ears, one mouth, zero service. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, Tales from the Customer Journey. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lollicker. What you're about to hear is a real story. The names have been changed, but these are real people having a real customer experience. It's a story of customers on their journey as they build or break relationships with businesses just like yours. Today, we're going to hear the story of Colin and Renee. A couple doing what many couples do, go out to eat. This time, however. They left with a feeling of their needs not being met, and a very bad first impression of a new town. We'll wrap it up by digging into the emotional impacts, the lessons you can take away from this story to help your business, and the universal truth we can all live by. The customer journey is an emotional one. And so it begins. Colin and Renee were wrapping up their U.S. road trip, and they were excited to head home to Canada. After two weeks on the road, it was time to get back to the familiar. Though they were eager for their bed and their usual routine, they weren't that excited to return to everything, so they meandered the local highways for an extra day or two to prolong the inevitable. One of those surprising stops, however, included a night in Olympia, a small town in Washington in the northwest of the United States and the capital of the state. They were immediately impressed with the local charm and a kind of coolness that comes from any community that's still trying to define itself. There was definitely a mixture of historical establishments with a little bit of hipster millennial charm. First on and Renee's agenda, breakfast. They were only there for one morning, so they were eager to try out this new city and its early hour options. As with most tourists unfamiliar with an area, they went to a reliable resource, TripAdvisor. Of their choices of trendy cafes, trendy diners, or trendy restaurants, they zeroed in on a greasy spoon that showed a cool vibe and tons of personality. Well, that's what the photos said anyway. And thankfully, the place was as advertised. When they walked through the front door, they were quickly greeted and seated in spite of a very, very busy breakfast time. Once they sat down, they reviewed the menu and got to ordering. Now, the first thing they always do is they look for gluten-free options. Renee has a fairly bad celiac allergy, so a little gluten will actually ruin a lot of her day. As they scanned up and down the menu list, they made their decisions and the server arrived. For Colin, he wanted the omelette. It boasted roasted red peppers. And Colin, capital L-O-V-E-S, loves roasted red peppers. So this was an easy choice. Renee immediately informed the server of her particular allergy. She couldn't have gluten. None. Zero zip, zilch, no gluten. So would the hash browns she was being offered with her breakfast be a concern? She was told that they couldn't be guaranteed gluten-free due to their communal deep fryer, so to be safe, it would be best to just go without. Renee was a little disappointed, but she was used to these kind of conversations, so she asked for a substitute of fruit to fill her plate. The server said it wouldn't be a problem. Ten minutes later, the warm breakfast meals arrived. The omelette for Colin and the classic breakfast for Renee. Their excitement quickly turned to disappointment. For Colin, when he dug into his meal, he immediately noticed that his much-anticipated roasted red peppers dream of dreams had been replaced with uncooked green peppers. There hadn't been a mention at all from the server that there was going to be a substitution. And in Colin's eyes, this was like the polar opposite of what he had ordered. He actually, capital H-A-T-E-D, hated green peppers. Now for Renee, her concerns a little more obvious. Her plate was actually covered in gluten worrisome hash browns which she had specifically asked about and had been agreed upon that they wouldn't be on the plate. She just wanted to substitute fruit. That apparently was not the case. They were obviously frustrated, but knew they could just alert the server to their concerns when she came back for her quality check. That server tradition where staff come back to check how everything is while your mouth is full of food. So they waited. And they waited. And they waited. No one came. Colin just couldn't do this any longer. He was getting hungry and their food was getting cold. He walked over to the cash register, where a few service staff were hanging out, and asked if the server could come by their table. When the server was notified of the issues, she immediately apologized and took both plates back, only to return with much of the gluten-possible hash browns swept off. But a lot of them were hidden still under the meal. Not really a solution to the problem. Colin's dish was going to take a little longer as they had to remake it. So once more they waited. The server obviously had to come back again, right, to check on them, didn't she? She knew there had been a problem, so she must want to know if it worked out, right? No, that wasn't the case at all. Not from their server or any of the other servers that were working that day. No one offered refills. No clearing of plates. No, hey, how is everything? Not by their server or any of the other servers that walked by their table. Colin and Renee, feeling defeated, ate what they could. Colin made his way through his now cold omelette. It was pretty disgusting, even with the heavenly roasted red peppers. And Renee, she ate around her feared glutinous hash browns, hoping she wouldn't be impacted by them in any way. So with half-eaten plates and a feeling of abandonment, the couple stood up, walked to the cashier, paid, and left without saying a further word having their first impression of this new town of Olympia a little tarnished. And that ends the story of two ears, one mouth, zero service. So this is the part where we look at this through the eyes of the customer. Let's look at the emotional impacts of this customer experience. This couple felt nothing but defeated. After a lack of caring, compassion, and consideration... For their allergies, their breakfast orders, and just their overall experience, they just gave up. They were hungry and excited to try out one of Olympia's local options, only to feel like they never want to eat in that city again. One restaurant for them spoke for an entire local restaurant industry. It's not fair, but first impressions matter. When they walked out, it was like, why did we even bother? From this particular tale, what's the one thing your business can take away to better serve your customers? Actionable empathy. Actionable empathy. Feel it, but do something about it. For example, number one, listen. Your customers have particular and personal concerns and interests. They know what they want and they know what they don't want. This information is invaluable for you as a business to understand how best to serve them. So listen active listening. In this story, the server seemed to only act like she was listening. Mm-hmm. Right, gluten-free, got it. Mm-hmm. Great, okay, this is what you want? Okay, fine, no problem. It was the actions after that that showed she really didn't pay any attention at all or value what was said. Number two, actions. Your actions speak far louder than any words you might share or any nods you might make. You can say you have the best customer service, But if you're not demonstrating consistently every day, that's not for you to claim. It's a gift word. A gift word is something others bestow upon you. It's not something you can claim yourself. And great customer service is a gift word your customers can provide you, not something you can claim without showing up. For breakfast, this couple was served ignorance to their needs and inaction to their problems. You as a business have a daily opportunity to show up and help your customers. Day in and day out. They'll come back for more if you're consistently helping them. And number three, impact. Actions and inactions have repercussions. No matter if you're serving a traveler just passing through like the couple in this story or serving a local, customers will tell everyone they meet about a great or horrible customer experience. And that information is shared not only over a regular conversation, but also on review sites like TripAdvisor, personal blogs, messenger apps, podcasts, and a lot of it is searchable. This is what your future patrons can find when making their breakfast decisions. So as a business, ensure you treat your customers as friends that you want to have and keep, regardless if you're ever going to see them again. And the moral of this story, listen before you act, and definitely act. It's not only important to actively listen to what people are saying, your customers, your employees, but also to do something about it. The actions are what people truly hear and feel, and it's what builds trust and long-term relationships. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to everybody continuously offering me new stories to share on the podcast. Uh, Really appreciate it. Keep them coming in. Uh, As I've said before, and I'm going to keep saying, my email address, russell1l at upsell.com. And they're great. It's either great for the podcast or any questions I can answer for you and help you in some way. I want it all. That, that's what I'm offering here. <laughs> I just want to help. This has been another episode of CX Storytime Tales from the Customer Journey. If you want to get in touch besides that email address, feel free to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Upsell, which is the hosting brand of this podcast, or find me on Twitter at Russell, actually R-U-S-S-L-O-L. There's no Russell. It's R-U-S-S-L-O-L because Lollicker is my last name and there's a lot of pressure for me to be funny. You got it. R-U-S-S-L-O-L. Okay. So that's it. Have a great one. And I look forward to talking to you again. Take care.